Hello and welcome back to More Than Two Cents. Today is a very special episode because we will feature an up-and-coming musical artist on the show today. We're going to talk to him about his journey and why it took him seven years before releasing his debut single. But before we get to that, please make sure to follow us on Instagram at MTTC Podcast. We are also now on Google Podcasts and Breaker Audio. Just search for more than two cents on your device. Click subscribe and share to your friends and loved ones. Okay, so our feature guest for today is actually a longtime friend of mine. We've been friends since college. We met about 13 years ago, and we used to be part of a dance group together. But even after graduation, we would always reach out to each other and support each other in each of our interests. He is easily one of the most talented people that I know, you know, can sing, can dance, and can write songs. And we will talk about his debut single he released last April 17th. He is a licensed professional teacher in DLSU Integrated School in Laguna and also taking up his master's degree in DLSU Manila. He was part of the top 20 boys category in X Factor Philippines back in 2012. And um, I think for a lot of songwriters here in the Philippines, it's rare that we get to ask the stories behind their music. So I feel honored he agreed to be on the show today to talk to us about that. I have already said a lot of things, so let us all welcome on the show, Chris Bellison. Hello, hello, Sav, and hello to everyone who's listening to More Than Two Cents, the podcast. Hi, my name is Chris Bellison. I am a plant biologist by degree, an educator by profession, and a singer slash performer by passion, lalo na sa banyo. <laughs> so, so nice to be here, Sab. Oh my God. Welcome. It's finally, you're finally yes. here. That's what I meant to say. You're finally here. I think we've been, I've been planning to do this episode with you and we were supposed to do this last week, but um, there are, there were a lot of circumstances that we need to consider. Masyadong hectic is, yung schedule namin that's pareho. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because school just ended, right? And um, yes, you were super busy last week so um so i know i already did a bit of your introduction but this time i want you to introduce yourself um and since we're going to talk about your single or your song um that you just released i want i would like you to focus on your musical career your musical background all right so i actually started performing at a very young age um the earliest memory that i have of myself performing was during one of our family gatherings wherein I was literally on top of this huge circular dining table and I was singing Everything I Do, I Do It For You by Brian Adams. And uh, I think I was around two or three years old nung time na yon. And then, of course, you have the usual um, all throughout grade school, high school, and even up until college. I've always participated in school programs and events. And for a time, mostly during college, singing kind of took a backseat because I focused on hip-hop dancing with the UPLB Street Jazz Dance Company, and that's where I met Sab. And uh, during that time, I only got to sing for church and during my free time, so mostly during summer vacations only. As for songwriting itself, um, I dabbled into quote-unquote actual songwriting back in... I want to say around 2008 to 2009. 
uh, prior to that, all that I composed were like jingles and materials for class projects and presentations. It was in 2012 when I started really focusing on music. Um, that's when I auditioned for the X Factor Philippines. And by some twist of faith, I was mm-hmm. one out of the two people who were chosen from the 1500 who auditioned in a local mall here in Laguna. So I had to wake up at around 3 a.m. I waited in line starting 4.30. I got to sing at 2 p.m. But after everything, after, yes, ganong kahaba, ganong kahaba yung pinag-antay. Tapos out of the 1,500 who registered for that day, I was one out of the two who got a callback. And then, out of 1,000? Yes, dalawa lang kami. Yes. What? For that particular wow. mall, dalawa lang kaming nagkita wow. dun sa Manila auditions. So parang, I didn't no, know that. Palang, Nung time pa lang na yon, nung sinabi pa lang sa amin na, oy, kayong dalawa lang yung galing dito sa mall na to. Parang kami, oh my what? God. So parang, doon pa lang winner na ako. Feeling ko winner na ako. Kasi parang, oh my God. 1,500. Tapos, dalawa lang kaming pinatawag ulit. So, I'm getting chills. Ayun. Wow, grabe. <laughs> grabe yun. Yun. I think, I think ano, more than all of my experiences for that particular reality talent show, yung initial na pagkakasabi sa akin na parang oh you're you're the two out of the 1500 yun pa rin yung nararamdaman ko na feeling up until now so ayun nga um i auditioned for that and then after um getting through that mall audition i went through several more screenings before i got to do the actual live audition in front of the judges so the ones that you see aired on tv my 3 to 5 stages pa yun are screenings before you can actually step on stage. Um, nakakatawa kasi kayo-kayo rin pala yung magkikita-kita. That's what I learned, siguro. Kasi after after doing The X Factor, I tried out for several other talent shows. Tapos kami-kami lang yung nagkikita. So parang totoo yung sinasabi nila na, alam mo, tsambahan lang, panapanahon lang kung sinong magugustuhan ng tao for that particular contest. Parang ganun. But anyway, um, as I was saying, for someone who's literally a nobody in the world of singing competitions, hindi kasi ako sumasali, di ba? Hindi ako yung contestero na palaging sumasali, ganyan. Was and, it your first? Was X Factor your first parang national or wide-scale na competition that you joined? It wasn't. Uh, the first one was The Search for the Star in a Million. Wait. Which was hosted by Sarah Geronimo, Mark Bautista, and... Yeah, that was parang the merge the of the others. two. Oh, oh yes, yes. Yes, I, I tried out for that. I was um I was in fourth year high school that time. Pero wala, wala nangyari nun. As in, mm. hindi ako nakapasok kahit sa level 1. <laughs> but yeah, um, ang, ang weird kasi parang medyo naging maganda yung run ko for someone who's not really a contesero. Parang, di ba, parang Technically, parang first time ko ulit, tapos biglang, uy, medyo malayo yung narating ko, ba? So, yeah, I think I had a pretty good run because I was able to, number one, get all four of the judges to say yes during my live audition, ba? I even made um, them dance while I was performing. And then, uh, number two, I was able to reach as far as top 20 of the boys category. And then number three, uh, I was given a lot of opportunities even after my elimination from the show because I got to do a few shows with the finalists and um, that opened even more opportunities 
And of course, uh, it gave me like a boost of confidence. Parang doon ko nasabi na parang, uy, parang pwede pala talaga akong maging singer. Parang ganun. Pero even though that was a very good um, time in my life, uh, I needed to be practical. And I had to be responsible enough to provide for my family. And aminin naman natin, di ba, yung performing, especially here in the Philippines, it's not a very stable job. Diba? Lalo na kung hindi ka mainstream, wala kang management. In it. It's not a very stable job. So, ayun, once again, music and performing had to take the back seat so I can establish my career as um, a professional, as a teacher. But I believe that when you are really passionate about something, nothing can ever take that away from you. And that's why even though I started working a regular 9 to 5, I was able to sing you know I, uh, thanks to my acoustic band <laughs> named every friday uh, we sing at weddings receptions um, other types of events and then last year when the pandemic hit i discovered the live streaming platform kumu and it's actually through kumu that i mustered enough courage to you know try and pursue music again and eventually release an original song wow grabe and you're right dun pa lang sobrang crazy feeling winner ka na, parang to be picked out of like a thousand, more than a thousand people who auditioned. That means Totoo, you really diba? had parang, that X factor. Yes! Wow, you really had naman. that X factor. <laughs> Or I was just really so tall. Stand out among yeah. the Pero, crowd. Yan. Totoo, totoo. Um, well, well, you talked about um, kind of struggles kung bakit hindi ka nag-pursue tuloy-tuloy to get into the music industry. I was about to ask, what's the challenge? You joined X Factor in, was it 2012? Tama ba ako? 2012? You 2012. So, and then after that, you had a few opportunities to perform, to do front acts, right? Parang may mga, yes, I yes. saw his videos Several on YouTube concerts. Uh, that you were um, part of the front acts for, let's say, the final what, local shows of the X Factor contestants as well. Aside from you building your career as a teacher, what do you think is a challenge? Kung bakit it took you nine years for you to pursue um, something in the music industry, for you to put out the single and go back into singing, again, performing? That's actually a very good question. And uh, to be honest, the music industry here in the Philippines is it's very small. You would know everyone. Ganun siya kaliit lang. Magkakakilala lang talaga yung mga nasa loob ng industry. But it's really hard to get into because of several factors na Actually, medyo case-to-case basis din talaga eh. Kasi people have this notion na, oy, kailangan ganito yung itsura mo, ganito dapat yung uh, look mo, you have to look a certain way for you to be able to to penetrate the industry. Pero to be honest, hindi hindi naging ganun yung case for me. Yeah, I, I was really scared when I tried out for the X Factor. And even after doing the show, kasi nga, I didn't look like an artista, I didn't look like a pop star. But, I was always affirmed that I was there because of my actual talent. And I'm, I'm really grateful for that. Um, one thing that people who want to get in the industry need to know is that opportunities are very, very rare. Opportunities are very, very rare. You'd never know when another opportunity would land on your lap. So if you can, um, I suggest that you try your best to grab the ones offered to you. I personally think that I let go of one offer that could have, you know, helped me really get into the industry during that time. But as I mentioned earlier, 
this was the time na yun nga, parang pag-graduate na ako, I needed to be responsible. It was either me pursuing uh, my passion versus me being a responsible son and providing for my family. And of course, uh, my family would always come first. So, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, ayun na nga. So, it's 2021. And I think the advantage of having uh, streaming sites is you can release your own songs independently. Um, hindi mo, yes. hindi siya katulad before na kailangan mo talaga ng production team. You have to release CDs or cassette tapes. May kailangan mag-print ng wala, lyrics, ganito, ganyan, mga covers. Kailangan mag-photoshoot, yeah, ganyan. Oh, may portfolio but, ka pa dapat. Correct. But now, you can yeah. actually do everything on your own or parang you can just tap some of your friends to help you create your uh, songs or and, you know, produce it to and release it to the world, right? So, one of, I wanted to focus on your debut single na. So, it's entitled Yay. The One, hashtag OU. Um, so, can you tell me the story behind this song? Is this about a real person or is this something na parang hypothetical? Kasi for example, well, you know that I'm a Swifty and we already talked about this during the first episode of The Pod that Taylor likes to write songs about her experiences. Pero meron din siyang songs na hypothetical. For example, yung song yeah. na Betty is written in a perspective of a male teenager. Which is sobrang... Oh, talaga? Yes. Yun. So, Ooh. I wanted you to talk about, uh, yeah, your song. Alright. So, eto na. <laughs> um, the one hashtag OU is actually a very, very personal song. If not the most personal out of all the songs that I've done. Um, I wrote it for someone. Yes, I wrote it for someone. And just a little backstory. I was getting to know this particular person and I knew right off the bat that um, they weren't available. But honest to God, uh, it started out as just us being friends. And then um, I started developing romantic feelings for this person. Um, the song was... Born right after one of our meetups. Uh, after our meetup, hinatid ko siya sa MRT, Ayala Station. Yeah. <laughs> Kasi kailangan na niyang i-meet yung boyfriend niya that time. And as in, bago kami maghiwalay, nag-ring yung phone niya. And ayun nga, uh, tumatawag pala yung boyfriend niya. Kasi mag-meet sila. Right at that moment, uh, the line, I wanna be the one that you call came into my mind. And the whole time that I was in my Uber going to the bus station in Buendia, kasi pauwi ako ng Los Baños, the line just kept on repeating in my head. And so I decided to pull out my then iPhone 4. iPhone 4 pa dati. And I started typing on my notes app. Um, after I got on a bus bound to LB, I continued writing. And then I, I actually remember recording a voice clip while uh, still on the bus. Uh, I record ko yung melody ng first three lines ng chorus. I want to be the one that you call. Because I built na ako ng melody eh, sa, sa isip ko. And I didn't want to forget it. By the time I arrived um, at my house, I actually had finished writing the verses and the chorus of the song. So I initially recorded it using my guitar and then yung iPhone 4 then. 
<laughs> and since I'm a fake musician, <laughs> di talaga ako marunong mag-play ng kahit anong instrument. Like, I, I just know like basic chords. Um, the entire song literally had like two chords only. Tapos yun na. Uh, I recorded it. I burnt copy on a CD. Kasi diba uso pa yung pag-burn ng CD. Grabe, dati. Oh. Diba? Wala pang yes. mga, hindi pa uso yung mga Google Drive. Ganyan, ganyan dati. Right, right. <laughs> diba? Wala pa. So yun. I created an album art for it. Okay? And then I gave it to the person who I wrote it Ooh. for. Uh, the next time we met. Uh, and actually, yun yung last time namin nag-meet. Kasi... Uh, I think we both knew that we couldn't really be together because of the circumstances. So, parang siyang uh, parting gift. Parang, parang umamin ako sa kanya through that song. Pero it was also my parting gift. Yan. And yeah, so for those of you who were able to listen to the song already, that's the story behind it. It sounds um, nakakakilig, but it actually came from a place of longing and Pining, actually. Pining is the correct term. Pining for someone who you can't have. Side question. <laughs> so, is this person aware that you released the song? Or did you have to ask permission? Or is it something na, eh, song ko naman to eh, so why do I have to ask permission? Funny, kasi, <laughs> na, na, na-pluck ko na yung release niya and everything. Meron ng album art, ready na siya for releases and I was just waiting for the smart links to appear. Tapos, one of my friends, uh, yun yung tinanong niya sa akin. Uh, sabi niya, alam ba nung ano, alam ba nung pinagsulatan mo niya na i-release mo na siya? Kasi, up until today, very few people have heard the song. Kasi nga, parang hindi naman siya masyadong pinablicized dati nung mm-hmm. in-upload siya sa SoundCloud. Like, I only sent it to a few of my friends. So, wala talaga masyado nakakaalam nung song. And then, hindi, hindi na rin naman kami nag-uusap nung taong yon Pero, I, I did. I sent a message via Instagram. And in-inform ko na, Uy, ano, remember the song which I gave you a few years back? I decided to produce it. I decided to release it. And okay naman, actually, yung response niya. Okay, excited naman siya. And... Uh, yun. Hindi ko lang alam kung napakinggan na niya ulit kasi hindi na ulit kami nag-usap. Pero we're, we're, we're in good terms naman. Well, at least you asked permission. Hindi naman siya magugulat ako. Alam mo, narinig ko na yung kantang Parang someone diba, gave it to diba? me a few years ago. Oh, <laughs> Anything nga, that song eh, diba, is for me. It's about me rather. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So I mentioned earlier that I know that this is not the only song that you wrote because actually when you told me about this song na mag-release ka, alam kong hindi ko pa siya napakinggan before because what I remember is a Tagalog song that you wrote na napakinggan ko na, na nakalimutan ko na yung title. Basta alam ko Tagalog. So I know that yeah, yeah. Um, this is not the only song that you have written. Um, so are you able to describe what's your songwriting process? Parang how do you choose the words, choose the melody? Parang mm-hmm. how, do you, how do you make up uh, the songs that you've made? For, for my songwriting process, Um, it depends eh, really. Like with what happens, uh, the one hashtag OU, the words came first before the melody. And I've created a couple of songs which stemmed from poetry, which I've written. Pero I also have songs, like yung mga Tagalog songs ko. Usually yung mga Tagalog songs ko, ang nauuna doon yung chord progressions and yung melody. Like may maiisip ako na parang chord pattern, ganyan. Tapos saka ako maghahagilap either from 
um, my previous work, yung mga nasulat ko, titingnan ko kung may bagay, or I would totally create a new one, depending on my mood. Like, masaya ba ako sa araw na yon or hindi, malungkot ba ako, or mga ganun. So, it actually depends eh. Parang, um, wala, wala, akong, wala akong solid workflow mm-hmm. um, for my songwriting. And uh, I, I actually consulted one of my songwriter friends. And sabi niya, minsan ganun din daw siya talaga. Parang, <laughs> chambahan din daw. Mm-hmm. Pero, kailangan daw, conscious ako. Like, if I really want to pursue songwriting, kailangan conscious ako na, na I take um, I take writing workshops kahit by myself. Like, I take time to write. Para lang at least masanay ako na nagsusulat at nag-iisip ng possible words, ng possible melodies, mga ganun. So, I've been trying to do that lately. Because to be honest, the way the one hashtag OU, it, it's quite old, diba? I, I wrote it back in 2014. It was uh, recorded ng 2018 lang. Tas lang release. I've I've written like three or four more songs after it, pero hindi pa ako confident na ishare sila. So I'm working on them. Ata, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So ayun. Pero for the whole like process. Wala eh. Depende sa, depende sa ano eh. Depende lang sa mood ko talaga. I think that's what I'm curious about when it comes to sige, songwriters. Kasi parang, how do you know na this certain emotion or this certain experience is something worth writing about? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Meron ka bang ganong ano na parang, uy, ano, may sunog, something. Parang gusto ko siyang isu. Parang may mga ganun ka bang moment or parang Mm-mm. depende talaga. Um, personally, nandun ako sa point na I think I can only write about things that I know or that I've experienced. Parang ganun. As, as a quote-unquote budding mm-hmm. songwriter, parang I think that's the easiest way to write for me. Kasi familiar ako. Hindi pa ako nakakapag-try magsulat about something na hindi ko pa na-experience. So, ayun. Uh, hopefully, in the coming weeks, um, matry ko rin siya. Kasi nga, yun nga. Um, part siya actually nung isang writing workshop na nakita ko. It's not actually like a real-life workshop. Pero parang meron lang dung list of exercises that you can do. So, part yun. Actually, na maghanap ka daw ng uh, topic na Kasi like very random topics. Sabi nga doon, mag-ask ka lang sa Instagram mo or sa Twitter mo ng like random topics from your followers and then try to build a song out of that. So, yeah, maybe makikita niyo yun sa mga socials ko in the coming weeks. <laughs> okay. You mentioned earlier that you wrote the song 2012. Ay, sorry, 2014. 2014. 2014. And then you recorded it 2018 and then you released it 2021. So, what? Yes. what took you so long? What what do you think made you um, decide to release the song finally after seven, seven years? Seven years. Yes, yeah. seven years. Seven years. Mm. The pandemic, actually. <laughs> Real talk, pandemic. Um, you know, this pandemic has placed us in very uncertain times and situations. And literally, I just didn't want to die without doing the things that I love. Alam mo yun, parang may ganun akong thinking last year na, na parang, shucks, hindi ko alam kung hanggang saan tayo aabot. So, might as well do the things that I really want to do. Ayun, um, 
yeah, we recorded the song back in 2018. I've shared it with a few people since then, but it was just a few months ago when I decided to release it on streaming platforms. Another reason, siguro, is I I I knew I wanted to 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 grow as a songwriter, as a musician, and for me to do that, I really needed to push myself to release this track. Kahit na feeling ko ang dami niyang kulang, kahit na ang dami kong doubts about it. I don't know if you remember this, Sab, but diba, a couple of days before yeah. before the song's actual release, I was talking to you and I said na parang I was really anxious kasi hindi ko alam kung dapat ba may iba akong ginawa for this song. Is this the right song to release at this time? Would people react to it positively? Ganyan, ganyan. Sobrang daming um, thoughts. Pero I needed to to get over all of those things and I needed to realize that if I really want to continue making songs, if I really want myself to progress as a songwriter, the only thing that I need to do is to write and write and write and to release and release and release to eventually improve, improve, improve. Parang right. yun. So, yeah. You really have to have that ano, um, day one. Parang yung starting point mo na even though, you're correct, even though um, hindi siya yung perfect song at the moment, but you have to have that feeling that you released something and, you know, learn from it para sa mga susunod mong release, um, you are, kumbaga, better. You can write better. Yes. You can sing better. Yes. Um, yes. So, with that, are you releasing more songs in the future? Parang, how is your musical career looking like? I've been doing writing exercises. Well, kalamon daming time. <laughs> parang kakatabus lang ng work. But yeah, I try to I try to write kahit na 30 minutes to an hour per day. So yeah, I've been doing exercises these past few weeks and I've revisited some of my old songs, lalo na yung mga Tagalog, uh, which I've already done rough recordings of. So yeah, I'm working on a few stuff and hopefully I get to work with some of my friends to produce a couple of more songs or even an EP by next year. So, hopefully, makaipon tayo kasi mahal mag-record at mag-produce ng song nowadays. So, yeah. Pero yung, yung gastos, next time ko na aasikasuin, siguro bubuin ko muna talaga yung EP. So, I'm looking at producing three to four more songs to complete my first EP. So, idadagdag ko dun yung the one, hashtag OU. So, I'm looking at, yeah, four to five songs for an EP. So, yeah, hopefully, yeah. Um, mag-materialize siya soon and hopefully, ma-share ko rin dito sa more than two cents. I'm excited. I'm super excited because I know they're gonna be really good songs. So, I'm giving you this time to promote um, anything that you have. Go ahead and promote. Alright. So, uh, but before I do, I just want to take this opportunity to thank you, Sab, and uh, More Than Two Cents uh, podcast for having me for this episode. Uh, Sab, you know, we've known each other for like almost half of our lives. Tama ba? Marang, oh, parang oh, ganun, oh my gosh. Ganun katagal right. na, di ba? Almost half of our lives. Since nasa 20s na po kami ngayon. <laughs> Basta yun. I've known you for a very, very long time and I truly appreciate the friendship and you're all out support kapag um, ako ng something. And I also want to thank my good friend Liz Kilyoy for doing the piano track for the one hashtag OU. And also to Kayo Cadiz of 10071 Digital Post for recording the track. 
Also, a huge shout out to um, Marian Marigben for all the beautiful photos that I used for the teasers and the actual cover art of the song. And lastly, my Istambais family and my yes. Familia Fatima on Kumu yes, <laughs> for always being so supportive. <laughs> but yes, please don't forget to stream, download, and share my debut single, The One Hashtag OU, on streaming platforms like Spotify and others. And you can also follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And of course, you can catch my live streams on Kumu. My username across all platforms is at Chris Bellison. That's C-H-R-I-S-B-E-L-I-S-O-N. All right. Yay. Thank you so much, Chris, for being here on the pod. Um, siguro last na, um, do you have any message? Yeah, do you have a message to anyone who is who's probably thinking about um, creating their own music or uh, pursuing something that they haven't done before? Um, what can you say to, to them? Four words. Put yourself out there. Kahit na nakakatakot, it's scary. Maraming masasabi yung tao sa'yo, both good and bad. Pero what matters most is that you try and put yourself out there. Because hindi naman natin alam eh kung ano yung magiging general response. So, you know, might as well try. So if you want to do something, as long as wala kang naapakan na tao, diba? then do it. Yeah, And you know what? People will always support you. I mean, the people who matter to you. And if you matter to those people, they would always support you. Again, thank you so much, Chris, for being here on the show. Such an inspiring story, right? I know he still has a long way to go before making it big as a musician. But the fact that he was able to conquer his anxiety and fear, that already says a lot about a person. I'm so honored to call you my friend. And I hope you will be back on more than two cents when you release that EP next year. We're going to watch out for that. If you haven't listened to Chris's single, the title is The One Hashtag OU, now available in your major streaming platforms. I will leave his social media links in the show notes below. Go ahead and check that out. Thank you for listening to this episode and see you on the next one. Bye. (laughs) 